0: welcome back to another batman news weekly this is episode 115 in year three and i have to have a disclaimer my gaming pc that i record this podcast on is not fucking working i don't fucking know what is happening uh everything else works but you know what the program we were used to record is like nope not today Not it's black <laughs> friday nope uh we're gonna make you buy a secondary webcam just in case this happens again so, uh, yeah, I don't know what's happening. Um, it's working fine for Clay, so it's something happening on my account. But it doesn't have an issue on my Mac. So, if the audio quality is hot garbage, I apologize. Um, but I'm using a just an old microphone and my freaking Mac computer webcam. So, this might look like shit. Uh, but anyways, uh, we don't have a lot of stuff to go on today. Uh, we do have some, I want to say good comic books this week which is a surprise yeah and um yeah but i think we're gonna go ahead and start off with let's just knock this out of the way um because it seems like the snyder fandom is trying to make something happen again um but i am curious about this it's news not
1: news because everybody's like because so zach snyder posted a picture of his thanksgiving turkey and right next to that turkey on the corner of the counter is a copy of Grant Morrison's uh, Final Crisis Omnibus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that is his famous uh, sketchbook journal where he does all of his, uh, uh, what are they, the panel-esque uh, yeah. freaking uh, the, yeah, whiteboards yeah, the or whatever for, the, mm-hmm. for his movies. Storyboards. Storyboards, sorry, yeah. yeah. So everybody's freaking out everybody's like oh my god justice league two and three confirmed oh my god (laughs) and it's just like guys like we knew a long ass time ago that his inspiration for the ending of justice league three Mm -hmm. was final crisis because the whole point of of the of like all of his story was that batman was going to sacrifice himself was going to die Lois and Clark were going to have a kid, and he was going to be named Bruce. Like we knew this. That's what happens at the end of Final Crisis. Spoilers Mm -hmm. for what a twelve to almost fifteen year story now. Yeah. Um, But this is not news. This is like, if anything, I think Zach just knows how to get people's attention, so that way he can announce something else. We know that his Rebel Moon series is going to be. Uh, in pre-production within the next month it's going to start shooting somewhere between february and march Mm -hmm. and that was his uh his old star wars pitch um that he threw to george lucas a while back so he's going to be making that movie for netflix uh right now so i i don't see this as anything i just think that it he he knows how to market his his fan base and that's what he's doing
0: yeah, yeah, and if correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't they still working on the like Snyder Cut comic book? Wasn't that going to be something? So that was
1: a complete shit show because it was uh we quickly found out that the person putting it it was a motion comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um the person was literally tracing over art um to create uh all of that. Now, since then, there has been another person creating it, and I'm just Mm -hmm. like, dude, just let it die. I'm sorry. Like, I'm a big Snyder fan. I love his work. Um, I loved everything that he did for DC, but just like, when it's
0: time to let go, you just got to let go, man. Like, Jesus. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I do think, you know, Snyder is a master manipulator when it comes to that kind of stuff, to like build hype and all that jazz. So yeah, I mean, if he... I don't know. I just, it blew my mind how crazy, dude, I've been off Twitter for so long. So like, <laughs> I forget how ridiculous Twitter is. And like, I saw people saying like, oh my God, can't somebody go to page 279? I don't own the Omnibus. Is there any like clues on there? Because this thing says 279. And I was just like, are you fucking serious oh yeah no
1: it uh my co-host for dc alliance we just right before we started recording this Mm -hmm. i was recording something for his show he has a solo show uh doing uh reviews for animation shows we just did one for masters of the universe on netflix um and he like literally as soon as i got into the room that we were recording in he was looking at his copy of final
0: crisis i was just like oh,
1: dude chill out like it's yeah nothing. <laughs> like it's yeah. literally well, nothing.
0: apparently it was the omnibus did he have the omnibus yeah yeah oh, okay yeah because i have the final crisis but it's not the omnibus like i have yeah. the story of final crisis so um yeah i just thought i literally just saw that right before we started recording and i was like oh no not again. I thought it was over. It's like a new wave of COVID for me just coming in. I'm just like, oh, no. It's never going to end. Oh, man. Um, but besides that, uh, it's, see, you told me that there's a little bit of movie news uh, according to J.K. Simmons. What is that all about?
1: Yeah, so he is – I'm not exactly sure what he is doing as far as press or why people are really talking to him now. I assume that it he is probably – because he's going to be busy um, going into January, Mm -hmm. um, that he's probably doing stuff for Spider-Man right now. Very limited stuff for Spider-Man right now, um, because they still haven't really done the press releases and all of that for that movie. Um, But he did have an interview uh, just this past week talking about how he will be starting shooting on Mm -hmm. his scenes as Jim
0: Gordon uh, for the Batgirl movie in January. Nice. Yeah, I wonder how big of a character he's going to be or if it's going to be very minimal. So he
1: said that he does have a m- much bigger role
0: in this movie compared to
1: what he has had as Jim Gordon in the past. Oh, uh, nice. He was very happy about that. He has read the script. Um, he so he's didn't talk... cast, for sure. He didn't want to talk like specifics because he just didn't want to give anything away as far as structure of the script uh, and then giving away kind of like the structure of how the story is going to go. Uh, So he kept Mm -hmm. that kind of close to the chest, uh, but he seemed very excited about this. Um, You know, I, we have talked about the evolution of Jim Gordon and Batgirls in Batgirls life in the sense of like when they first started, he was an uncle to Batgirl. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, he is more formally known as the father of Barbara. So I'm very interested to see what route they go here. If it is the niece or the daughter, um, I don't think it has been confirmed, but I'm excited to see what they end up doing with this movie.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, the the niece thing just doesn't feel right anymore. Um, It seems like it's been, you know, very, very confirmed. Unless they want to do that whole thing of, like, you know, um, family is in blood kind of story. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I have people like that in my life that are not blood-related, but I consider them family. So um, they could go that route. But since... You know, her mother's not really super solidified in the comics. Like, you could easily say she was, you know, half Latina or, or Latina or whatever. Um, so, True. Yeah. you know, it'd be very, very interesting to see what they go there. Or Afro-Latina is what she is, right? So, you could easily make the mom that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, I wonder if we'll even see the mom. Because to comic book canon, the mom left them. It's why she's not there and depending on what you read i think this is gail simone's batgirl the mother left because she saw the darkness in james which was the brother and she was scared yeah and she was like i'm getting the fuck out of here like this kid's crazy so um i would love to explore that if 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 that's like her second villain if she gets a second movie that'd be fantastic
1: bringing Um, in james would be a
0: very different kind of story um you then... do no, no, this is what you do you do the movie seven with Batgirl I'm like down. that like that yeah. kind of crazy killer um yeah so I would that would be nuts but um yeah I don't know man I'm excited to see that we I think we talked last week that um Birds of Prey and stuff is going to lean into or it's Batgirl is going to lean into the Black Canary movie that we assume yeah. is going to lead into probably Birds birds of prey or maybe a huntress movie which she needs to get a revamp like we need a huntress movie just to wash the bad taste out of her mouth um (laughs) we definitely need that with a new costume for sure 100 (laughs) percent. i just huntress has a non-sexy costume like i don't know like she would have been more covered up than what she was in birds of prey yeah I just don't understand. It. They literally have a full body costume for Huntress and she has one of the best masks in DC. So like I don't understand unless it looks stupid. I love that that, that yeah. uh
1: Domino mask that like goes yeah. way up. Yeah, I absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, I mean cause I don't think it would look stupid to be honest. I mean, I've seen I watched luchador wrestling and they have crazy ass masks like that and they look yeah. fine when they're getting their ass kicked. So like um yeah, I don't know. I hope we get a revamp with her. But, you know, only time will tell, I guess. You gotta we're gonna have to watch the hell out of these Batgirl movies and whatnot. Uh but yeah, it's interesting to see that JK Simmons is totally um gearing up to do that. I completely forgot he was gonna be in Spider-Man with all the other shit that's going on in that movie. And I don't <laughs> care anymore either. But um so uh I just actually got this in our Discord right now. This is happening live. Somebody just told me, uh, yo juice, I know the Flash is cringe and you have said that you don't give a fuck about the CW shows anymore. But give season eight episode one of The Flash a go because it's different than the past season and feels better, looks better. Have you watched it? I have. Uh, you're not gonna like True it. Oh, okay, uh, so um, I, don't go. The, I wouldn't. Reason, I wasn't gonna give a chance, anyways. No, so. the
1: reason why. The reason why. Um, the first opening scene, I believe, has like 17 card puns with uh. the Royal Flush Gang. Um, they did the Royal the, Flush Gang. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. They did. Okay. Um, with okay. with superpowers, so they, oh. uh, the and were they and flying friend, on the cards? Because oh, we are reviewing. Oh no, they did weren't flying on the cards. Oh, okay. So the way we decided to review this show, uh, on DC Alliance, we're only gonna do the crossover, the first five episodes. Mm-hmm. Um. So we reviewed the first episode. Um. One of the biggest things that we hate already is there's a theme. Apparently, because I haven't seen the second episode yet, uh, which I need to watch it this weekend. Uh, But there's a theme with the first and second episodes. Um, The phrase leveled up Mm -hmm. is being said more than five times on each episode. Um, And it's in regards to like how the Flash is getting faster. He's Mm -hmm. like leveling up. Uh, And it's just like it's that CW writing, man. Uh, it's, it's It's the worst enemy of that show
0: what you're explaining sounds like watching WWE today (laughs) because WWE is very brand integrated. Like they like, I don't know if you noticed, but they, they had a big thing with Netflix literally on this last pay-per-view, Vince McMahon showed up with the golden egg from red notice. And he said, I got this from the rock. It was a gift from the rock. It's worth a hundred million dollars. And then somebody stole it during the show. And then yeah. they, they made that happen on the next night on Monday Night Raw. They were trying to find it. And it was no crazy payoff. Back in my day, uh, when they had stories like that, it lasted for weeks. And like yeah. people were getting their asses beat and thrown through windows to find out who it is. No. You want to know how they fucking ended this? The re- The person that stole it was just trying to take a selfie with it. That was Jesus the end Christ. of the fucking story you could have thrown somebody off a building or something come on like this was back in oh my god it fucking sucked i was like the wwe is trash i'm there's rumors that it's gonna get sold i'm hoping they sell it because like i want to see some exciting stuff yeah it's dude because they're like releasing people like like good wrestlers they're releasing a lot of good wrestlers they're making like super profits i feel like vince mcmahon is probably realizing his mortality and he probably wants to do, like, one more big thing before he kicks the bucket. So he's probably going to sell yeah. the company for, like, a billion, trillion dollars and then probably buy, like, an NFL team or some shit. Who knows? Um, Wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he fell to the XFL twice, so he might as well buy something in something perfect, right? It's like, oh, this will yeah. work. Um, but anyways, moving on from that randomness... Uh, do you want to do the DC Connect stuff first, or do you want to go to the, the viewer question? Let's do let's do the question first, then okay. the
1: DC Connect, because that will go
0: into comics. Okay,
1: cool, cool. So do you have the question pulled up? Because I do yes, not. Yes, I do. So the right. question comes from Raphael, an uh, avid listener and follower uh, on uh, Twitter. He says, first, I asked the question, what would you like to see of Williamson? Uh, spoilers, Juice has already read his first issue. I have mm-hmm. not yet. Um, or what expectations do you hope that Williamson can somehow fulfill his Batman run um, with his Batman run? Yeah. Uh, so you answer first, what expectations, uh, uh, what would you like from Williamson um, through his entirety? Not just, you know, okay. keep the spoilers away from, from yeah. this first issue, Obviously. but what would you like to see from Williamson's run?
0: You know, it comes down to just, I want to enjoy Batman again. That is all I want. I don't need it to be, I don't need it to, I don't need to love it as much as I love Tom King or as much as I love Scott Snyder's run. Like, I don't need that. Cause, like, I'm, the bar is so low for me when it comes to Batman right now that I just want a good story. And, and I'm just, if he can give me hope and if he can make me care about the next issue after reading each issue, that's all I care about. It doesn't need to be a banger. I just need to be like, that's an interesting story, and I want to know more. That's all I want from Williamson at this point. It, the bar is so low. So like okay. I'm not expecting much. Um, without any spoilers, I will say, after reading issue one, I have hope. That's all I'll say. Okay,
1: well, I was just about to say, what expectations do you hope that Williamson can somehow fulfill in his Batman run? Well, he is giving you hope, so yeah. that is an expectation. Um, for me, what I want to see from Williamson is, is um less of the uh what the the modern writer wants to do now um i was just having this conversation with my uncle uh Mm -hmm. during uh thanksgiving lunch is uh because he he is no longer reading comics but he's watching a lot of the shows he's watching a lot of the movies go back Uh, to comics (laughs) well he's when i say shows he's he's more he's more of a marvel person he is he's Uh, a big x-men person so he's really just waiting for that um but i'm telling i'm telling him how now in modern comics what people are mostly doing is they are creating ips in order to get that hollywood deal um i want williamson to not do that um yeah i know williamson already has hollywood deals for his indie stuff Mm -hmm. keep it there um dc and wb have you know everything DCEU or animator or whatever they have control over that Williamson don't try to push something to be put into a movie yeah Uh, just tell a good story um like you said with how bogged down we have been with Batman Mm -hmm. um I want to read a story and be like I need to read like if if I read issue 118 wanting to read issue 119 Yeah, he has already started in a good spot. Yeah, Um, because with Tynan, I was reading those issues and I'm just like, I want to read the next one to get it over with, not necessarily to find out what happens next.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I will say after like I read 118, I was just like, wow, I was like, I really want to know what's happening next because I was intrigued. So that has me excited. Um, and yeah the thing is is like uh, granted we do know that he already made a new character that was announced before 118 even came out or i mean 118 hasn't even come out but you know what i mean um we know that um he's batman's gonna be fighting this character abyss or whatever so he's uh, obviously i feel like every creator would probably try to create their own ip but as long as you're not shoving it down people's throats like you know clown hunter and all that jazz um i think we'll be fine. But um, yeah, man, yeah. I don't know, like, I w- we're gonna see, we're gonna talk about Robin, you know, here later today, which is um, another Williamson thing. But yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see the future of Batman, because this, it's a four-issue story arc, right? This first one? Or is it, yes, I believe is this so. just gonna be an ongoing since that? Like, I'm still confused uh... on how Williamson is doing things. Because is this, this is monthly now, right? Yes, it's no longer bi-weekly. It is yeah, going to be fine. monthly, I believe. Yeah, see that? So now, this might be interesting because now that it's monthly, I'm hoping that it's going to be a lot more, like the story is going to be a lot more like tight-knit because you have to wait a whole month to get Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. This I'll say this. I enjoyed the first issue so much. That I would probably buy it. So, hmm. and I haven't bought the Batman main title since Tynan. Like, I I think I dropped it mid Joker War, if I'm not wow. mistaken. So, um, but it'll be the second issue that gets me to see if I put it on my sub box.
1: Nice.
0: If he can knock it out with the second issue, then I'll be like, all right, all right, I'll I'll start buying it again. And it's also monthly, like it won't be as much to fucking yeah pay for that, that'll again. that'll help the wallet a little bit as well yeah. yeah um so yeah yeah that's kind of uh kind of what i see with batman going forward but you know i've i've liked an issue of robin and then hated the next issue of robin so <laughs> and, you know? and
1: that is kind of how williamson has been yeah. rolling recently but also Raphael wants to say as for tynan's run i didn't like him either i feel that he made his new characters too op for my liking without giving them Adequate growth within the Batman book itself. If I wanted a little more information about Ghostmaker, probably the worst of all, I had to go buy another book, which bothers me a lot. Another thing that I didn't like to see uh, is seeing Selena as a simple bystander, seeing her in panels without much relevance.
0: Yeah, that was my biggest problem. That was my biggest problem. I don't, I just don't like how writers come in and they're like, I don't give a fuck what the previous writer did. I'm doing my own thing. Uh, and granted, I guess you kind of have to do that. But like, if you're not a good enough writer to incorporate 92 issues now at this point, but it would have been 85, 85 issues of a love story into your run. And you have to be like, oh, she's going to go away she's gonna go do her own thing she's gonna be like poochie from the simpsons and return to her home planet like it doesn't fucking (laughs) like make any sense like um and we're gonna talk about it when we we read vampires but i still don't know what the fuck happened with tynan man i don't understand how his batman was so bad i do not know either
1: yeah um but also just uh People, please send questions via Discord, via the YouTube channel on the comments. That's how Raphael here uh, sent his question. Uh, We did get another commenter uh, that I Uh, laughed at uh, as soon as I saw it. Um, This guy named Sean said... Okay, look, relax. He will be shown for a split second. This is us. Uh, this is him commenting oh, on the, the Joker. Joker conversation about yeah. the movie, The Batman. He says, "Okay, relax. He will show up for a split second. I'm sure that people will talk about it, uh, but it won't overshadow a two hour, thirty minute movie. Come on. Now, you said I think you underestimate the power of the Joker. Since our conversation, uh-huh. my co host for ba- uh, for DC Alliance listened to us. Yeah. And then is starting to see writing on the wall that this very much may be a real thing that happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, like just from the small talk of just one week yeah. uh, from everybody on Twitter, he's like, crap, I think I was wrong. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just the power of the Joker. And you yeah. even said, you said, I think you underestimate the power of the Joker. Um, It's true though. Like yeah. it, it, it'll, it'll happen. It's the same thing
0: thing with Batman, though. It's the same thing with Batman. Granted, like, I mean, I think you would have to be a hardcore Superman fan and blind to realize that Batman wasn't the talking point. uh, Superman was not the talking point when you came out of BBS, right? Like, everybody, warehousing. You still, I still talk about the warehouse scene. Well, not only that,
1: that. let's say, let's say DCEU decides to completely reboot, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And they start with some random c character. And just like because WB has already stated they want to do exactly what MCU has done. Yeah. If instead of Superman coming in at the end credits, you see Batman coming to recruit yeah. the c character into like a bigger superhero team, people are not going to talk about that C-list hero. They're going to talk about Batman. Like it's yeah. just the power of this IP like i'm sorry yeah. it's just the there, way that it
0: is they will say go watch blue beetle because batman shows up that's the sentence like yeah <laughs> that's how it works and they're gonna be the same thing's gonna happen here there are gonna be people that are like yo go watch this dude joker shows up and people aren't gonna say like he shows up for a split second they're gonna say joker shows up and then they're like just go watch it bro like it's crazy and it could literally just be one scene of being like him going like, ah, 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 ah. You know what I mean? Doing something stupid like that. And everybody's yeah. like, oh my god, I oh You know what I mean? So, yeah. Do not underestimate the power of the Joker. Like, we talk about it on this podcast so much that he gets thrown into stories just so people buy the comic book. Like, that's yeah. how powerful he is. He's got a series that's not even about him that goes on about Gordon right now and people were buying that and it's a garbage story so like i don't understand it but like yeah i just uh you know what but i kind of laughed those comments off i do respond to them because i try to respond to everybody but um yeah i just laughed those off because i've heard it so much before man during the gotham days like the one that and um because at the time three jokers hadn't come out yet uh it was like oh there's gonna be three jokers we still hear that today because we're going to get this joker we have joaquin phoenix's joker and then they're talking about like maybe like leto's joker and they'll be like are we going to get a three jokers movie and be like no you think joaquin phoenix and jared leto can be in the same movie like i think the egos there would just clash because they're so different like yeah jared leto is such like a everybody says they hated working with jared leto and then joaquin phoenix is just kind of like I feel like he'd kill you and nobody would care. They're like, that's Joaquin Phoenix. Like, (laughs) you know, he's like, sorry. Like, he's such a method crazy actor. They wouldn't care. Um, Because he's like such a nice guy, too, right? He's like an awkward nice guy. But like, all the shit he stands up for is like very, like, wow. Like, you're a vegan, you're this, you're that, you're supportive of this kind of stuff. Like, Jared Leto's over here having sex cults. So people are going to be like, fuck him. You know what I mean? So. (laughs) yeah i don't understand like there's no way that would happen um and I i wouldn't want a three jokers movie i don't even want a joker movie anymore and you're trying to push that on me no i hope we never see a joker three jokers movie um even if they were to rip jeff john's pages out of the book and put them on the screen i still wouldn't want it um but anyways what are you what's this news about dc connect so
1: DC Connect is basically just the comic book previews, but for DC only, they decided to do, to do this. Uh, I believe sometime last year, they kind of pushed away from, of course, Diamond. So they yeah. had to push their own little uh, preview comics. Um, just talking about some stuff that is coming out in February. Uh, of course, this is where we are going to see I Am Batman Jace being pushed to New York. Um, funny enough, they are pushing this comic called uh, The Monkey Prince um, and the way they are pushing his character variant cover has Batman and even in the preview pages, Batman is there. Uh, So there is going to be uh, some sort of clash with those two characters. There's a new Suicide Squad book coming out that month called Suicide Blaze. Suicide Squad Blaze. Um, Not entirely sure what this is going to be about. Uh cover has peace uh maker uh penguin, and oh no that's boomerang, sorry, he just looks like penguin with the way they drew him, and harley Quinn, and it looks like when what was the last bat cat book that we read? was eight. it issue eight yeah, okay, so I think you are right. I don't think we are getting batcat until January because in February it does look like we are getting uh bat cat number 10 in february oh, okay. so yeah. uh, unless so long... we get it the
0: last week of december but as of that right now true. We... yeah
1: because isn't it supposed to be bi-monthly
0: so if we get it at the very
1: end of december then february coming up would make sense
0: well yeah it would make sense because i want to say one of our viewers said we, we were supposed to get that christmas special in january oh so... yeah kind of like an annual that would make yeah. sense yeah yeah, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still every time we get new books, I just look for Batcat automatically. It's the first thing yeah. <laughs> I want to read, but we haven't got it. Um, but um,
1: along with that, we are getting, of course, uh, Catwoman Forty, Dark Knights of Steel Number Four, which is going to be a flashback showing how exactly um, everything in issue one, the big reveal, went down. So we are getting mm-hmm. a flashback of that. Issue number five of DC versus vampires. We're going to be talking about issue two today. And then the big news, two of them being uh, there is going to be a Nightwing and Superman crossover. Of course, this is the new Superman being John Kent. Um, They are both being written by Tom Taylor. So he is doing a crossover event between those two books. And then the really big announcement, because we had talked about this when we were reviewing the book, um gosh well it's i guess almost a year ago was gotham central we talked about it oh, when wow, we did yeah. the final uh issue we, review i think that was that, during covid uh, right yeah no, during wait. covid we were we were trying was, to find content to talk yeah. about uh and we decided to review gotham central because of the announcement of the show that is coming yeah. out uh the omnibus is going to be back in print Uh, so when we looked it up back then the omnibus you could hardly find and it was way overpriced it was like 160 dollars um when people were attempting to sell it either on ebay or amazon as like individual sellers Mm -hmm. now dc is reprinting it uh it is going on sale in april so they are uh sharing it as far as like hey just be prepared this is coming out yeah Uh, and it doesn't look like there is a oh well the price point for this is going to be a hundred dollars <sighs> ninety nine ninety nine yeah so Fuck. it's a great story may, though they may be uh, putting in extras because it is the omnibus and there is like newer they're probably doing it with like newer stuff of yeah. course I do think this is just another way to promote the fact that there is going to be that show coming out for Matt Reeves universe yeah uh, so but,
0: I'll go for it go for it.
1: I was just that was it. Overall, Uh, guys, you can pick up these uh, previews for DC Comics, uh, the DC connects for free at any local comic book shop. Um, They probably just ask you to purchase at least one thing at those comic book shops. But at the very end of each of these DC connects is a kind of pull sheet where you can mark what you are interested in uh, set to uh, pre
0: order and things like that. So go check that out support your local comic book shops. For sure, for sure, yeah. I think I only have like I think I'm only missing two issues of the original Gotham Central run, Um, because I um, found I want to say a majority of them at a thrift shop or at a at a bookstore, and I got them all for like less than a dollar. Um, Oh, really? And then I just yeah, and then I just ended up buying the ones I didn't have from the comic shop. Um, But yeah, I think I'm just missing like two of them. But yeah, that was a fantastic story. I would love to get the Omnibus. Um, I would also love for DC to make fucking the Doomsday Clock a damn Omnibus or a Deluxe with all the damn issues. Hardcover. They don't have that yet. I don't know yeah, why. They,
1: they, need, they need to do that already.
0: Yeah. I don't know why they have pushed it back so far. And Tom King doesn't have his final Deluxe either for City of no. Bane. That pisses me off. I have all of them just sitting here, and I'm like, I want to read City of Bane because I I haven't done it. I don't want to buy two different Banes. Like, I don't want to. And so I'm like, why have you not given me a hardcover? And I don't hear Tom King talk about it at all. Uh, I haven't heard Tom King talk about anything in a while because I'm not on Twitter or anything. Um, Has he done a podcast in a while? Um, No, I I was looking on uh,
1: Word Balloon. He hasn't really done anything. uh, From what I was seeing actually look real quick um john where are you okay so yeah i have not uh, seen i have on here uh jeffrey brown uh nothing with tom king uh i'm sure he will i think he was there for like his promotion of human target Mm -hmm. um probably like the weeks before the first issue came out Uh, but i do think uh sometime in the conclusion of human target he probably will jump back on
0: a word balloon and talk some stuff so yeah who knows yeah because i'll probably be announcing a new book by then anyways um yeah anyways uh seems like tom taylor is going to be having a lot of stuff coming up still which is kind of crazy yep. seems like he's the new golden boy which uh jumping back to an old topic we talked about you finally read the big kiss issue and said it was not so great huh with yeah, your boy in-
1: Not And not necessarily because it was just, it didn't feel forced. It was just like, hey, we're going to put this here just to put this here. It's like, hey, this is just telling everybody that he is bi. And I'm just like, and it was literally one of the last few panels. uh, Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be somewhere in the middle to kind of like flesh out the story of, you know, maybe, you know, just their relationship in general yeah but i do know okay this is a uh, long form storytelling they're probably going to mm-hmm. get into it in other issues but th- all you leave me w- is with this kiss and it's just like okay you could have you could have done that anywhere and yeah. it kind of just felt out of nowhere in this particular issue
0: yeah yeah see that's always my worry about it now if they don't talk about it in the next few issues then i'm like yeah it was just done straight up for money um which is sad uh but you know tom taylor still knocking a lot of stuff out of the park although i don't like superman batman so we'll see <laughs> uh but moving on to comics because i want to say this is one of the better weeks we've had in a while i think i think i liked everything yeah i want to say that i i didn't hate <laughs> anything that's what i can definitely say that um but let's go to start off with catwoman which i want to say this is ramby's last issue I believe
1: it is, because it definitely felt that way.
0: Yeah. So uh, for anybody that is not caught up on the Catwoman story, what ended up happening was they were trying to get Ivy out of the city, and we got a bunch of these sexy robot ladies to show up and start fighting everybody, uh, which is a character that Catwoman had fought previously in her series. And we know that Riddler and Penguin, or Riddler, was working with Catwoman, and he was secretly working with penguin behind her back um i do love this which is they continued this from tynan's run where catwoman actually screwed over penguin and riddler so they finally wanted to get their revenge i was like okay long-term storytelling nice tynan should have done that on his end but he didn't um but anyways, so we have Ram v picking up the pieces there. And what ends up happening is basically it's like a long chase and they're trying to capture Ivy, the magistrate is. And they get to the docks. Penguin is there. And his uh, enigmas are like, ah, Catwoman, remember when you took all that money from us? This is a double cross. And uh, she's just kind of like nonchalant, which I don't know how you felt about this, but I love the silhouette of Catwoman where it was just her mouth. I love that panel where she has no eyes. And it's just oh, a yeah, silhouette yeah. of the when, cat. Like, when I she's just that.
1: like listening to, yeah. to freaking Riddler? Enigma talk about like, well, I think he, he, of course, pulls out a riddle first. Yeah. And then he's just like, you screwed us over and now we're screwing you. Yeah. And she barely says anything. And then, of course, she like smirks. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see Ivy smirk and you're like, oh, shit. And
0: yeah. then
1: it was never Ivy to begin with. It was actually Clayface. I really did like that visual mm-hmm. of how like Ivy looks like she's bursting, but it's actually Clayface. Yeah, a really, really cool panel. Um, I overall really enjoyed this issue. I will say, um, as soon as Ghostmaker showed up though Ugh, um, yeah. I kind of skipped the entire ending. Um, I really? could all, all I did all I did was look and I could mm-hmm. tell the story. And then I think Ram V, and this is definitely uh, the opposite for a detective, but I, I will talk about it then also. All of these books have the subtitle uh, fear state with it, right? Yeah. So, of course, they're kind of playing along with the whole magistrate thing, the scarecrow thing, whatever. This book, as soon as you see Ghostmaker fight with Catwoman, it does all these mini panels telling the rest of the story yeah um with the just the voiceover or or uh narrative boxes of catwoman and i'm just like okay we didn't necessarily need this you could have ended the story like basically when you were fighting uh uh the the robot chicks or whatever yeah but they wanted to of course this was the uh the, the final scene of, like, a season of a show. Like, yeah. hey, look good at everything that we've been through. Basically saying goodbye to yeah. Ramby as the writer on Catwoman. Um, yeah. And then at the very end, you get the picture of everybody there. Um, so it did very much feel like a, a, a send-off for the writer. Um, I'm interested to see where Catwoman goes for this, mm-hmm. like, after this. Um Yeah. Is Williamson planning anything for the next writer? Is she going to have, you know, is she going to stick with Alley Town? Is she going to go back deeper into Gotham with Batman and all of that? Yeah. Um, I know we would like to see it more, but it is still interesting to think about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you notice the big uh, drawing error in here? Which that one? when Ghostmaker shows up, Catwoman's not bandaged anymore. And she does the whole fight with no bandages. And then at the end, she's bandaged again. Really? Yeah, she doesn't have the bandages around her fucking stomach the whole fight. And then at the end, the final panel, she's bandaged again and bleeding.
1: Oh, that's funny. I didn't yeah. notice that.
0: That was all like, oh, so, that so, kind of sucks.
1: Correction. So uh, she is bandaged. If you look at the panel um, where it shows the three panels of her and Ghostmaker, the very mm-hmm. top one she's bandaged. the bottom the middle one she's not the bottom one she's not and then throughout the entire rest of the comic she's not until you see her at the very end yeah so so there, there, there was yeah, yeah it's just those small yeah. little things um but there is a call out to the late uh john paul leon um in one of the panels um where it's like uh uh all green. Yeah, yeah. is that uh, the I, death you know, one? Uh uh John Paul Leon was the one who died of cancer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um he uh they named the street John Paul Leon Street. Uh so j- oh. really, really cool there.
0: Um oh, yeah yeah nice 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 that's yeah. all I didn't notice that that's pretty dope. Yeah. Really, um, really cool. Yeah I'm gonna miss Ram V, man. Um I wish DC would have gave him something else. Uh I would love to see him keep writing the Bat family uh but yeah dude this is one of the better catwoman runs in a really long time and i just feel like if they don't get somebody with high caliber writing skills catwoman's just gonna fall to the wayside again and probably get canceled i think like V's story probably saved her from getting canceled but um who knows i mean you said we're getting issue 40 right so that means we're gonna get another one
1: Um, yeah, we're at least, we're, we're going to be getting at least three more because this is 37, 37. we're
0: going to get 38, 39 and 40. I would not be surprised if they just drag it out to 50 and just close it off there. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all, actually, if they kind of do that, but I'm going to miss Ram V. Um, I know he's going over to Venom. I don't read Marvel comics, so I won't be reading that but um i hope he kills it man i hope he kills it and... the first issue was very interesting but it is verily
1: uh it, verily, it is very uh much a companion piece to donnie Cates venom so you can't really just jump onto his book mm. unfortunately so you would need to read uh a majority if not all of donnie yeah. Cates' run
0: and then read ram v stuff so we'll see ram v is actually a good writer and considers the people previous to him. <laughs> um, so, you know, it is what it is. Let's move on to Robin, which is, you know, we're going to be, Will- Williamson is going to be taking over for Batman. What did you think of this issue, which was very quick to read, by the way? Um, uh, which issue? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't Robin, Robin, Robin. Robin? Okay, yeah. 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 Because I want to say, like, 15 of the pages here, of the 24, were just straight fighting, which it was nice. Was, uh, which which is nice.
1: Now, the only thing that I was a little disappointed in was the fact that uh, there wasn't much story here. Um, You, of course, get the entire setup of, like, uh, oh, this is what Connor was always meant, like, trained for and everything else. Um, But... I kind of enjoyed this. Um, It really leaned hard on, hey, let's see what the artist can do, which you don't really see that a whole bunch. Yes, you'll get that in a big splash page, a big one-page spread or anything like that, but you don't really get to see it in the entire book, and I felt like that's what this issue did. I really loved uh, the visual of Connor and Damien running after each other, and then like in a silhouette, you see the Robin and the Hawk, uh, that yeah. was a really cool panel. Um, I got a little confused by the panel progression because some of these hits didn't really make a whole lot of sense, but I get what they were going for. Um, mm-hmm. But I I enjoyed it overall. Um, I think the slow-mo bit was a bit much. Um, there's a moment where uh, Damien misses a kick or whatever, or uh, I don't know exactly what happens, but it the shows face? you... Yeah, it sh- it tells you slow-mo and he kicks the guy basically to jump off of him yeah. to hit uh Connor um which was visually very pleasing cuz then you see Connor just like fucking just knocked to the ground and like yeah. it looks like fire but it's just the impact of everything and Yeah yeah this is the most anime shit ever to be completely honest, because Damien is still human. I don't know why there would be such a huge impact like that, but Mm. it's just, it is what it is. So it's, it's still fun. Um, But how do you feel
0: about the way this book ended? So um, we find out that Damien is pretty much gotten his ass beat, but he's not going to give up. And Hawk is just kind of like, I'll end this dude and he snaps his neck and I was just like, "Oh. Okay." I was like, "That's dope. I had to I had to remember cuz you know, I've been kind of off and on with this book. I was like, "Wait, didn't he die twice?" So I was like, "All right, this is his <laughs> second death." So everybody's like, "All right, end it, Damian. Like you're good, bro. Like you don't need to go. Like your third life is is over. Like don't mm-hmm. don't mess with it." And Hawk is like, yeah, I've been built for this or whatever. Then we, you know, we find out that the two leagues are like, we should work together because we'll show Rachel Ghoul that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about and blah blah blah. blah. And then uh we start seeing but the Everybody come-
1: I will say I will say this, everybody thinks this is his third death. Like everybody thinks this is his last death.
0: Did so it? like it yeah yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why like everybody was so hesitant like everybody was telling him no, don't do it. Because- no, I think it's because if you die a third time, it's over. Like you can't come back, so they know he's this is his second death, okay, I, because he's gonna fight, and if Hawk kills him again, he's not coming back because everybody else has died twice, and that's why she offers like anybody that wants to fight him, like this is your final okay,
1: okay, yeah they they say you've already had two strikes if you die again, you're dead for good, okay, yeah, because who it was Hawk only originally, a... huh?
0: did somebody kill Hawk at all? Um, I don't think so. I think because if they didn't, that is a big blunder on Williamson's part because he said that the games didn't start until everybody died. So that's true. I'll need to go back, I'll need to go back and see. But
1: the big thing here is because I think Connor assumed that he had died because he threw him off that cliff remember um and that was like right before the racial goal whole thing mm-hmm. um so that's why i was getting a little confused okay, uh, okay. So, so so now i know yeah,
0: yeah, yeah 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 so anyways hawk is like hawk thinks he's gonna get this immortality or whatever and he's supposed to be the leader of this next thing well it turns out he's essentially just gonna be like a vessel because there's like something's gonna come out of the ground. Like we got at the beginning of this book, we get this little panel of like, oh, you know, people usually get thrown into the pit, but here something's gonna come out. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but it is what it is. And then of course, after Damien's dead, he comes back up shirtless and he's all like, I'm ready to go again. And that's when everybody's like, No, dude, what are you crazy? He was like, This time I'm fully healed. So he's like ready to put he his had final the life. the Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> so he's ready to like put his final, his real life on the line now to fight Hawk. And um, what ends up happening is this demon shows up, which is, dude, like you can lose me really quick with stupid looking demon type things. And um, this one was pretty stupid looking, in my opinion. So it's yeah. just like this big monster thing that comes out of the ground and puts his hand through Hawk's uh, chest. And I'm assuming that's either his first or second death. Um, I don't remember him dying. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he did, and I just don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this would be his second death. But I mean, is he just going to become a vessel now? Like, is this guy going to take over? And now Damien's about to fight this guy? Which would you be so weird? As much as like I love the like conquering story, he just got his ass kicked by Connor and then Connor would become like a super demon. And then Damien's going to beat him that one. Like, that'd be kind of weird. Um, cause I always said from the start, I would love for Damien to lose this tournament because it's so yeah. obvious that he'd win. You know what I mean? And, um, so yeah, I don't know. So the next, the final, the next fight is the, the next issue is the final issue, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh,
1: mm, I'm not entirely sure um we assumed or or, i thought it was going to be 12 issues um Uh, but we this is only our assumption we we know that williamson does plan on bringing damien on to the story of batman because of his tease um but who knows um yeah you know they did start talking to connor this issue about the promise of immortality and all of that um it's very interesting how they will go about it. Um, mm-hmm. Is it the fact that Connor's soul will just be imbued into this demon and he's forever a demon? Technically, yeah. uh, the, Williamson is wanting to go full out anime with this. He's been wanting to go full out anime with a lot of his stories. Yeah. Um, hopefully it sticks, you know, and not just yeah. like really campy or really weird or anything, uh, because the one thing it, it's funny that we're making this argument because we we kind of do the opposite all the time. You can go comic booky with these characters that are yeah. like not super powered, but you go too far and it's just too much. You know, yeah. there there is definitely a range where it is believable within the DC universe yeah. instead of like trying to be something else and taking the genre of uh manga and anime uh with japanese influences i mean uh i think that it can work you Mm -hmm. just have to be careful with it you you don't want to go too far and you don't want to uh make it silly at that point Um, especially with a character like damien Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, man um it'll be very interesting i think it was kind of um yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan of the the demon thing and but I mean there are times when I've seen Batman fight big ass monsters like that one issue in Tom King's run where I think it was a I don't know if it was a nightmare issue, might have been a nightmare issue where he's I think it's Catwoman talking about him and he's standing on the rooftop and you see like Wonder Woman dive into like this Kraken and then you dive, you see Superman dive in to fight the Kraken and then you see Batman dive in to fight the Kraken like you know, I was like, that was badass. Again, like, it all depends yeah. on how you tell the story, you know? And um, yeah, I just, I just didn't like the drawing of the the demon. Uh, he just looked too beefy. I was, I would have been cooler if he was just like this skinnier type of guy that you think Damien could just fight on his own, you know what I mean? But yeah. you know, they, I know they try to make it all intimidating, so it is what it is. But uh, let's move on to Detective Comics. Because this is also a story that ends, that feels like it's ending, right? Is It does feel like that way. But the one thing that I wanted to bring up
1: mm-hmm. is, again, this is a story that has the uh, subtitle of Fear State. But I think Tamaki had either a lot of pull on what she was able to do on her own. And she wasn't consumed by time and story, which I absolutely enjoy. But the only problem that she had with this issue was the first editorial note in this book. Mm -hmm. The first editorial note says, editor's note, this story takes place alongside Batman 113 on sale now. That was five issues ago, which was two months ago. I don't care about that Batman run. I don't care how it ties into that Batman run. If you would have completely ignored that and just said, Hey, this is a detective story because we are now only set into the past of this story yeah. of Batman's continuity. So like, I don't want to get into my own head about, Hey, how does this fit linearly? Because everything that you've told me since infinite frontier is everything matters nothing matters enjoy what you want to read yeah if i want to enjoy what i want to read stop telling me that this goes into a different book you know yeah, yeah especially yeah. when the story itself is staying away from scarecrow and from the magistrate because magistrate is like small parts of this story mm-hmm. which i'm totally fine with you know because it tells a bigger narrative of what we have seen here in our real life about uh, the corruption of police and the police states and all of that, I'm cool yeah. with that. Tell me that story, but don't tell me, oh by the way, you've been reading a story that has always been in the past. Like, because mm-hmm. that just that just ruins my like idea of like, okay, we can move forward now. Like now, I'm going to know the next story that comes up is either going to stay in this path of being in the past or it's going to have a huge time jump that doesn't make any yeah. sense. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. So, I saw that editorial note and I blew it off thinking that 113 was the issue of 117. Um <laughs> because at one point so <clears throat> just to speed through this this book a little bit, we Batman didn't kill Namco, no, which was not. our biggest thing. Um, which I think was a great talking point and yes. it made us interested in this issue. So Namco survives, but he's still not happy with Batman. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and Batman's all like, look, bitch, all of this stuff is coming from people in your fucking office and people you hired. And you're over here saying masks are the fucking thing. And you can assume who is good and who is bad, but these bitches are in your office. So who's really the bad guy here? And Namco's like, well, damn, because he finds out that the guy, the host of this, was his like right hand man,
1: yeah. and
0: which was uh, what was it? Vile was that his name? Uh, Hugh Vile. Yeah. Yeah. So I always get him confused with the magistrate guy. I feel like they're the same dude. I don't know. <laughs> they why. are.
1: They feel like yeah. the same
0: person. So um, so after Batman puts Namco in his place, we find out that there's all of these parasites. In the Gotham Sores, because, and I like this bit of storytelling here, that Batman says that these things probably have been able to grow because nobody has given a shit about the Batman, I mean, the Sore undergrounds. Like, it's so, like, they haven't been looked at in years, which fits well because we know Batman uses the tunnels all of the time. So it's, that's a good thing, like, oh, because you can always question, like, how the fuck does nobody find Batman's hidden compartments under the ground? It's because nobody gives a fuck, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We work with people like this. We know people don't give a shit about their jobs, you know what I mean? Like, if you can mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, I went down there, boss. Yeah, 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 everything's good. I checked it out. And they're fucking <laughs> eating at Subway or something like that, you know what I mean? So, like, um, this was interesting. So Batman kind of just, they had, he tells this whole story with Namco, and we're like, we got to get the hell out of here. And we get to see Batwoman for a little bit saying that, you know, um, close off the street because it's compromised or whatever. Because it looks like her bike gets taken over by the bugs or whatever. So she's kind of fucked. And then Batman is out fighting. And we see Batman do the most Batman thing ever, which is like, I'm just going to go fight this big ass monster thing. Which is funny because we just literally said this looks kind of stupid when it comes to Robin but yeah. this is a story that's been told over a long period of time you know what i mean like yeah. if that monster comes out and like damien looks badass fighting it and they do a really cool way i'll be like all right it turned out okay but first glance is i thought the bug stuff was stupid too we talked about that yeah um but we already know it so namco is all like he sees batman essentially sacrificing his life and he's like get out of here you call him and- namco his name is nakano oh I like Namco better. Uh, Isn't Nakano. that a brand of something? It might be. It might be Nakano. There you go. Nakano. now Na- well, see, I don't respect him. That's why I'm calling him Namco. <laughs> um but no. Uh, Nakano. My bad. My bad. Uh Nakano's over here. We said Titan's name wrong for like the first fucking
1: Dude, so many months. Namco is the video game company. <laughs> I respect Namco. Namco.
0: Yeah. Man, there you go. That's what it, it sounds similar. <laughs> hey man, they, they already have they they made a batman game that would make even more sense <laughs> but anyways no idea, nakano shit um uh, is over here and he tries to save batman's life with batman's little stun gun and batman's like bitch it's gonna need more than that and so of course and this is where i thought this story was happening at the same time as 117 because nightwing just so happens to have this big orbiting spaceship that's true yeah And he's all like, oh, hey, I got my hands on something and shoots down this super beam of electricity to destroy this monster. So I was like, "Okay," because what we know from the Nightwing issue, which we had read previous to this, him and Batgirl take over the thing and crash it into the bay. You could assume that, oh, on our way to the bay. Hey, Batman, you need us to electrocute something? And yeah. then we throw it into the ocean. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, yeah. That's how I read this. And that would have been the smarter way to tell a story. But no. This is just some other random spaceship that they had, apparently. Because they didn't have that spaceship in 113. So, yeah. Fucking dumb Which I will, s- <laughs> I will say,
1: um, as convoluted as you can probably argue that this is Mm -hmm. um it looks fucking gorgeous oh that was dope yeah fucking page looks absolutely amazing um the visual of this giant beam coming down so Mm -hmm. good yeah um i need
0: more i I need dan more on more batman related stuff like yeah he needs to be on the main run yeah if I, if i could request a batman artist to be on the main run it would It'd have to be Dan Mora. I would go Clayman, but I know how he works. I would never get a Batman run done. But if I could have two artists, I'd probably have Mora and Clayman switching Clay off. Man. Yeah. Clayman Clay on Man.
1: every fifth issue.
0: Yeah. No, I'd have Clayman on just like my hardcore arcs. Like my, I was like, all right, bro, you have 20 issues to get this fucking thing done. All right. Like that's X amount of months. Like you better hurry the fuck up. Um, but yeah, Dan Mora, you could switch off with those um because i think their styles are different but they're still fucking both amazing clean super clean yeah yeah so that's pretty crazy but um so yeah and then again i don't know what was happening in 113 but barbara's in her batgirl suit so i don't know if she was in her batgirl suit at 113 because she got that in nightwings issue oh shit see It's, it's such bad planning and like I don't know, man, and I don't know if that's what Snyder had envisioned originally of us, like, yeah, man, we don't know how to tell stories anymore, so let's just make it to where nothing fucking matters. And it's like, bro, like, I would have rather just had multiverses. Like, honestly. Like, not everything matters and doesn't matter, everything's continuity, not continuity. Like, fucking try, at least. You know what I mean? So,
1: I'm looking at some pages from 113. Um, It looks like I see her in the chair.
0: But
1: mm-hmm. she doesn't have the suit. You know what? This is the ending of the Nakanos, or the, the Hugh Vile story. Mm. So you can say that the Hugh Vile story was a prequel to Fear State. Yeah. I think, is the way that they are trying to play it off. So cuz the the way 113 looks is uh I'm looking at it now. Yeah, the 113 is is basically the start of Fear State. Hmm. So Barbara was still Oracle. Yeah. And then by the second issue of Fear State was when she had gotten her costume in the Nightwing cost in the Nightwing issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, it's kind of all over the place, uh, but the issue ends with uh, I love that every, I love when people fit in the OG Batman logo into stuff because there's a newspaper and it has a classic like Batman covering his face. Oh, with the uh, with the Batman yeah, anime series, yeah, yeah, yeah. love that. Um, and then we have Barbara essentially talking to Batman. He's like, "So we're wa- we're working with the mayor again," and he's like, "We're getting there." And then yeah. we see Nakano also saying like. I have new information that I want people to kind of research. And he brings in that reporter, which I'm glad at least that's going to conclude to something because I was like, why the fuck do we give so much shit about this reporter? Like I don't give a shit about her. Um, But she's going to get an exclusive with the mayor and they're going to try to build this new like list of crazy villains because uh, Nakano just, he's like, he didn't know about stuff going on and he yeah. thought he knew all the bad guys. He thought the he thought the masks were the bad guys. But in reality, there's so many worse people than vigilantes. So, they're going to be working with Batman. Um and I will say this seems like this is going to be the first mayor that sticks around <laughs> because yeah. in d- now
1: I think you have seen more of Batman 66 than I have. Mm-hmm. Um wasn't that batman didn't he have like a real relationship with the mayor or was it just gordon
0: oh man i don't remember all the only i feel thing like... i ever remember from 66 are the stupid parts which i think are funny like the <laughs> bomb and all that kind of stuff and the shark and i, lo- I remember those things um because he i i want to say his phone line was connected to the mayor's office A-la okay yeah because i was Puff girls is i could be yeah. wrong though because
1: I was thinking yeah. that, like, this may be the only Batman that has a working relationship with the mayor. You know?
0: Um, I wouldn't because, agree, but maybe. Well, because uh, we've always we've always had
1: Gordon to be that yeah. person. And we know yeah, not like have between. Gordon. Gordon is stuck in the fucking Joker book for God knows what reason. Um, yeah. and Montoya kind of doesn't really seem to be super interested to work with Batman, which is very interesting. Um, yeah, it's weird, but we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I want to say that there's been some kind of working relationship with the mayor before, or it's been to the point where the mayor doesn't have an issue with Batman. You know what I mean? Because there have definitely been issues where Batman is protecting the mayor. You know yeah. what I mean? So maybe they haven't had like a crazy working relationship, but, um, cause even in uh, the animated series, there was episodes where he was protecting the mayor and uh, Gordon yeah. was there, you know, but so it'll be interesting. Uh, I would like to see a long standing mayor in Gotham because that's what I really loved about the animated series. Uh, granted, they're branching that out into a court of house kind of thing right now in the adventure story. But, yeah. um, yeah, I would love to see a long-standing mayor because I think that's what builds characters is people that stick around, which is another reason why I hated Tynan's run is because we got all these characters that were about to... Wait, what did I read? Hmm, that might be spoilers.
1: Um, yeah, be careful there, Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I was like,
0: hmm. I was like, no, that might be spoilers. Uh um,
1: Well, we do we do know this. We do know that... It didn't happen at the end uh, of the Going, Detective. we do know that Detective Comics is going to turn into and it is going to be its own separate series but it is going to be tied into the story of Shadow of the Bat which is going to bring in a lot of heroes being in Gotham telling those stories and, and reminiscing on what Batman did while also pushing a better tomorrow for Gotham um, which yeah. would tie perfectly well with this story of uh uh Nakano mm-hmm. in the ending of this story with making a list of monsters and and knowing who the real villains are.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um that'll be that'll be pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, I just want to make sure um just need to confirm that what I saw is um that I, I don't know, I could have swore it didn't happen in 118, but I guess I could be wrong. Um, but anyways, because uh, I don't know where the fuck I saw it now. I feel like I might have read something that I didn't pay attention to. Was there any backstories in any of these issues that I just skipped over? Maybe that's what I saw. Um, in I believe it might have been
1: Detective Comics that had a backstory. Let me actually see here opening yeah. detective comics right now there is a story called foundations part two so mm-hmm. i don't know where part one was um but part two oh you know what i think this is kind of the story of well hold on i didn't read this at all it is a yeah. story of joker we do
0: see harley quinn what the heck because i'm not seeing oh wait yeah okay it's spoilers it's spoilers i'm not gonna say it um but yeah. Um don't snipe us, DC. Don't yeah, snipe yeah. us. We didn't say anything. Oh uh, yeah, we didn't say shit. Um but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like uh I don't even remember what I was saying at this point, so let's just let it go. Um <laughs> well I'll talk about it in two weeks. In two weeks we'll we'll mention it. Uh but yeah, so detective, I'm excited to see where that's gonna go. But yeah, some of the characters that we got introduced to over the course of run like, okay, let's let's talk about like Tom King, for instance, right? Where's Gotham girl? You know what I mean? Like, I would have loved to have seen Gotham girl in other runs, but we don't see shit. Like, go put her on the suicide. Not not everybody should be on the suicide squad, but you could make another team, right? Like, of you could, random people. And, and the big thing is, like,
1: just throwing this out of my ass real quick, mm-hmm. Gotham girl dealt with a lot of fear. Yeah. In all of Tom King's story. Like... For sh- you could have used her to come back, conquering those fears, being confident in who she is now that she has those powers back, mm-hmm. and like help Batman remember because y- Tynan tried to play with this idea that Batman was fearful, and then you know being uh inspired by Miracle Molly, who yeah. Let's just face it. I don't give a fuck about like. Yeah, you could have like thrown in though. Gotham. That's the only
0: thing. I'll she say. had a
1: cool design, but give me a techno story. Yeah, with Miracle Molly, yeah. it makes more sense. I don't sense. think
0: she. I don't think she should have ever been a real person. I would have loved her yeah. more as an android.
1: An android yeah. that would yeah. be like and and then giving her like a heart basically. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But but instead of miracle molly in the story you could have thrown in gotham girl and be like mm-hmm. bruce what are you doing like
0: yeah
1: we we got to get over this you help me with my fear now i'm going to help you with yours type yeah. of thing
0: yeah i feel like i would bring in gotham girl i would do two things with gotham girl right now if you could one you have her being have like this one moment where gotham just seems like it's at peril so it'd have to be one of the final issues but he'd be like, "I'm bringing in like the secret weapon or something. you know that cheesy typical line, you'd probably say it a different way, and then you just yeah. see her come out of nowhere and boom fucking bring down some something huge, you know, and you're just like, Oh shit, I forgot fucking Gotham has a Superman or a supergirl. But yeah. speaking with that, you should have Batman be like, "Hey, now that you're essentially Kryptonian, you should learn from Kryptonians and do a mini series where she works and learns from Supergirl. I would read Fuck that. Yeah. Because I would it's, read that. It's, um, what is it? What are they called? Batman and Superman. But, you know. Uh, the world's uh, finest. Yeah. But come up with something like, because then you can build like a sister sister relationship. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she doesn't have her brother anymore. So, like, you know, I think that'd be cool. Like, six issues like nothing crazy bam yeah have them learn from each other they become best friends or whatever and you know she goes off and fights on other parts of the world or something like you don't need to have her in gotham but she just and then you can build the idea of gotham girl the reason why she keeps that name is because it's where she was created right like everybody has those stories like i'm from chicago or i'm from new york you know what i mean and like it made me who i am blah 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 you know you can do that with gotham So anyways, let's move on to the final book of this whole mm, podcast. And that is DC, or what is it called? Fucking DC versus vampires. Loved this issue. I think his story is so good. I do not know what the fuck happened to Tynan. How could you write Batman this way in this book and not do it your whole fucking Batman run? Now, let's just, let's,
1: devil's advocate Mm -hmm. half of this or if not like a certain percentage of this is written by matthew rosenberg this is a
0: co-written story so what do you think is Tynan then i don't think he just fleshed out the idea and he's like you do all the dialogue
1: i wonder if rosenberg would be comfortable with talking a little bit about that
0: because I've asked him,
1: I I have a direct line to him, and I can ask yeah. him questions and stuff. Um, I I will get back to you. I'll, yeah, because I me don't know. think he will. I don't think he will black and white say, "Oh, he wrote this, I wrote that," and yeah. make it fairly obvious, like the amount of work each one did. But I would like to know how their collaboration works. In the ask sense him of,
0: if they have a Tom, Tom, and uh, wait. A king and Sealy relationship, where it's you write this one, I write this one, you write that one, I write this one. So there's that that there's
1: that relationship, but then there's also uh, the relationship. Hey, I will write the plot while you write the dialogue. Mm -hmm. Those are two different things. Yeah. So I could very much see Tynan writing the plot. Yeah. Um, with the idea of him being the more horror person. Yeah. And then. Uh, because he could also give the visual cues of the plot of like, hey, this person's gonna die like this, or this person's yeah, gonna do yeah, this. Yeah. Like, I could see him doing that while while Rosenberg does the dialogue. I'll yeah. I'll shoot him a message this weekend see if he yeah.
0: Because I I want to learn that because if that's the case, then what else has Rosenbaum done? Isn't there something we haven't liked that he did? Recently? Uh, the puzzle box. Oh yeah. Granted. I have not read Puzzle Box. I didn't like the way it was flowing.
1: Yeah, but, but it, I kind it of the does have like finding. six or seven issues out already, and we kind of just skipped yeah. over that book. I would like to go back to see how well it's doing. Um, yeah, but I've I've said this a lot with Rosenberg's work. I am fifty fifty. There's things that I absolutely is it Burger Bomb?
0: Why do I I always get it wrong? Did is I it,
1: say bomb? Is... Yeah, it's
0: Rosen, I think so. Rosen...
1: Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Yeah, Matthew Rosenberg. Mom is the
0: superhero guy, right? Or Lex Luthor?
1: Lex Luthor in small? Every
0: time. Every time. They're (laughs) the same person to me. I don't know why. (laughs) That name, man. Anyways, so um, we see... It seems like it's pretty much established after this issue that Green Lantern is the main villain. Like, here. And it works, dude. Yeah. Like, big time. (laughs) Especially with that ending. Like, holy shit. So, I don't know who this guy is that he attacks at the start. Do you know who this is? So, this, from It's like what? some mythical type dude that lives in the darkness. Uh,
1: I want to see if he says his name. Uh,
0: because he gets, like, Hal just murders this dude that has, like, magical powers. And he says, like, yeah, you can't, usually nobody can sneak up you, up on you, but my will is too strong. And kills this guy. Rips yeah. his spine out. Literally. I, I don't
1: recognize the powers or anything. Yeah. Uh, it says, I can't fathom that you don't know of me. Surely the name. Oh, Anton Arcane mm-hmm. uh, is is his name. So let's see. Quick Google search. You keep talking.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, after you know, Green Lantern rips out his spine. We get some Batgirl and Nightwing. And I'm gonna say the way this was drawn here. All right, the way this was drawn here. I thought I was about to start reading an R34 comic book. All right, I thought I was gonna get some hentai action here because like they they, Batgirl looks kind of sexy here. Nightwing shows up. She's laying. She's like sunbathing because they're actually meeting during the day. And I'm just all like. All right, where's this going? (laughs) And then, of course, this is a DC comic, so it ain't going to go anywhere. But um, because she's also saying, like, Dick Grayson looks good. Like, there's a lot of flirting in this book. Um, More like hints at flirting between them, which is nice. And then, of course. Oh, okay, So
1: Anton Arcane, Mm -hmm. if you remember the Swamp Thing TV show, this is probably the only thing you've seen him from. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you know the the main girl you you know her father that was like kind of ominous and like then there was like this like shadow of a figure that like
0: almost killed her in the show uh the only bad guy i mean the only person i'm thinking about is the main guy that was creepy well there was the creepy guy but
1: uh anton arcane is a swamp thing villain um and he does deal a lot with like dark magic and
0: that wasn't the guy that gave blue devil his powers was it no okay no that wasn't him yeah and that show should come back um but all right cool cool so yeah anyways um you know we get this little flirtiness happening between nightwing and batgirl and then batman shows up and they're like why are we meeting during the day and um we see the whole family's in the sunroom that is a very big part of this in the sunroom and Alfred is handing out tea to everybody. He's giving, uh, of course, Damien gets hot chocolate because he doesn't like tea. Uh, Barbara's asking for something stronger, which at first I was like, damn, Barbara, what is up with you? I thought she was asking for alcohol, but I was like, oh, she's probably asking for coffee. Um, but he was all like, just drink the drink the fucking tea. Like, yeah, it'll be fine. And um, Batman is just giving like a Batman type speech. And I really enjoyed this. And he's like laying everything out. And you have like each character asking questions and stuff. Of course, you have everybody shitting on Red Hood. Because they're like, why the fuck's the bad one here? Um, And like all that stuff. And then I loved how Tim Drake was like, I thought he was the bad one. Referring to Damien. So good quips between the family here. This is what I love to see from the Bat family. Then, uh, while that conversation is still going on, we get a uh, little picnic happening. A little picnic meeting happening between some villains, and we see. I love, love, badass Green Arrow. I'm not a fan of goofy Green Arrow. I love badass Green Arrow, and this was badass Green Arrow because he shows up to these villains, has his bow drawn, and they're like, he was like, "Oh, are you trying to fight us?" He's like, "I'm not here to fight you." Shoots an arrow into the biggest dude's hand to keep him on the picnic table. He's like, look, I'm not here to fight you, but one of you guys essentially is a vampire. Oh, he says, I'm not here to fight you, but I can. And I'm like, yeah. oh, damn. And this is like four villains. But he's like, he starts telling them about the vampire stuff. And he's like, the reason why I'm telling you is because one of you is a vampire. And they're like, they laugh. And then the weird looking dude, who I thought was Lex Luthor, by the way. I thought it was Lex Luthor <laughs> in his suit. And I was just all like, he turns into a vampire and then essentially gets annihilated by Green Arrow. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah, it's like, it either, it's either
1: dumb. like, it's either a like garlic laced arrow or some sort of like vampire repellent. Uh, yeah. Goes Straight into the skull of this vampire coming out the back end and just turns into dust, burns up. And everybody's like, so you were being serious about this whole vampire war yeah. thing. What the hell's going on? And yeah. he's like, uh, it's already here, lady. And yeah. it goes back to the story that Batman was talking about. Real yeah. quick, this story that Batman talks about is a real thing in comics continuity. Um, oh really. The whole thing with um he references a time where Dick Grayson was romantically involved with an individual that was tied to the monk. Oh,
0: mad the- monk, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah that mm-hmm. is that is all silver age stories yeah, yeah um, I remember that. in in batman mm-hmm. uh so really nice pool i do enjoy the fact that like you couldn't make an argument that this is another earth that like followed continuity of comics but then veered yeah. off in yeah. the story of the vampires yeah i think it's really well,
0: cool that's kind of how i always envision comics right like the Silver Age stuff happened, but it's like instead of like it happened over a year's time, it happened in like a day or a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tom King essentially told that in one of his annuals. Like he yes. said, that's how it works, you know, um, which I love that. You have to have that mindset if you want to include so many stories in continuity, you know. But anyways, um, I love that Batgirl's all like, is he joking or is it, um, Yeah, you know, and freaking Nightwing's like, I don't really think he does that. <laughs> and Batman essentially hears them. He's like, Barbara, I can assure you that I'm not joking. And so they keep talking. And uh, he talks about how he mentions what you mentioned, that Dick Grayson would know that this person. And I was really expecting Barbara to be like, so who's this girl? I was expecting that line because of how well, flirty-ish well, they were being. Well, Jason kind of has that line. Of yeah, like, yeah, Oh, Of
1: course he would know that girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but I was hoping that Barbara was gonna have a follow up. Like, so did you like this girl or something like that? You know what I mean? Because yeah. of the way they've been yeah. talking, and so you know they kind of keep... because like at the very last panel, I was assuming it was gonna be there at the very bottom because she's looking at him like, so who's this girl? Um, yeah. but he's kind of like, this is bad. That's all Dick Grayson says. And um, did you notice that Red Hood still has his shitty costume? He does. Yeah, yeah. which is unfortunate um i could very
1: much tell that this story was probably written in that time though before they had decided hey we're gonna change costumes back
0: you know for sure for sure um so yeah we still got uh red hood with the shitty suit but batman keeps talking about like what is happening and what i love here is like what would they do first if they were infiltrating the if the vampires were infiltrating the villains or the heroes what would they do first and everybody starts popping off they're like well you'd want to go after light if they're weak to light you want to go after people like dr light dr fate and <laughs> tim stuff. Drake
1: was like i would kill dr yeah. light I'm, i mean if i was a vampire
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i love that and then they're like you know um they would probably go after somebody young like damien's like they'd go after people that are young uh, because yeah. the people that are young would be able to get to the bigger heroes because of like you know their closeness to them. And so Batman starts naming off like they probably have people in the Teen Titans. They probably have people in the Outsiders. They probably have people in the Birds of Prey, which I'm surprised Barbara was like, "Whoa." you know, like didn't say yeah. something. Um yeah. and then but this is where I was like, "Ooh, Batman underestimating the villain here." The, yeah. Because he said there's no way like they could not get to it would be too difficult. He didn't say it's impossible. He said it would be too difficult. To get to the Justice League. And I was like, oh, that's a rare misstep from Batman.
1: Now, I will tell you this. Because we know that as of right now, Green Lantern is the main villain. He's the vampire. I want it, but I don't need it. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: if they put an entire issue to how Hal became a vampire, I would totally be okay with it. Like, because yeah. how invested I'm already into this series, like yeah. I I would kind of enjoy it, you know?
0: Yeah, I'd be I'd be down with that as well. That could be like the penultimate episode, not the penultimate, but, you know, like maybe issue like nine um, or maybe even issue yeah. six midway through. Well, it's it, kind of good
1: as as far as like because the way I would see it is when the heroes finally find out. The next issue yeah. will be the the story of how it happened. Yeah,
0: that's that's usually the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, then we go to the Justice League, and um, what are the, the Wonder Twins? Is what they're called, right? Um, yeah. we get the other Wonder Twin, which is Giant. How do you say her name? Jaina. Yeah. Jaina. And she's like, I can't feel my brother. And Booster Gold's like, well, maybe it's good that you don't feel your brother. Like, <laughs> essentially saying that. And, um, you know, he's like, maybe he just wanted some alone time or whatever, you know, blah, blah. And, um, you know, we get Green Lantern saying, like, oh, do you want me to help you find him? And she's all like, no, like, maybe he is doing what Booster said or whatever. And Everybody's like, bro, like come on he's saying he's like what i can't be the only one that thinks it's weird that they hang out together so much like i love booster gold like he's so good in these small moments then we jump back the conversation with batman is happening this whole time and so we see red hood saying so it literally okay so if literally anyone can be a vampire why do you trust us and we see barbara looking at her tea and she's like he doesn't And everybody's like, Damien's like, (laughs) you poisoned my cocoa! (laughs) Like, like he's all pissed. And so I love this. And um, freaking Batman's like, no, Damien, I didn't poison your cocoa at all. But you drank tea that was made with holy water. He was like, so if you guys were vampires, you'd be burning up from the inside right now. And he was like, also, didn't you notice that we met during the day in the sunroom because you guys would be burning up right now as well if you were vampires, because they're you know yeah. scared of light. And then Damien's like, "I dropped my cocoa. If I could ask, can some you more refill please. it, please, Alfred?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I love that. Then they're going. Then since he knows that they survive light and all that stuff, Batman is still not one hundred percent on them. So he's all like, "We're going down to the Batcave." He gives everybody a cross to hold. Yeah,
1: a crucifix. He's like, "I need everybody to hold this." Cassandra yeah. holds it uh tim holds it nightwing holds it barbara holds it jason holds it and then they give it to damien and he's like you guys need to stop being so surprised <laughs> when this doesn't kill me
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i love that good family stuff right there because again for those of you people out there they're like batman can't be funny like he's doing random little things here he's very stoic the whole time but it you have to find the f- cleverness and funniness in this
1: and and you need to understand when it comes to, hey, can Batman be funny? Yes, he can. But that's also the reasoning behind giving him a family. Yeah. Because the the funny parts are not coming from Batman. They're yeah. coming from everybody else. And I think yeah. that's what helps the, the story overall. And it's not campy Batman at that yeah. point. It's still stoic and dark Batman with yeah. a very colorful cast of characters along with him.
0: Yeah. And it's okay if he smirks because it's like, all right, I love these people. They're my family. But he's not like, ah, ah, ah. you know what I mean? He's yeah. not fucking doing that. Um, So like, yeah. Then this is what we see, which is he pulls off this, this like, you know, uh, sheet or whatever. And we see all of these crazy, like medieval weapons, essentially, of what it yeah. seems like. And he's like, these are our new weapons. And Dick Grayson's like, so you're expecting us all to kill now? And uh, which I love that he said this because it mm. seems very crazy that, you know, like, why are you doing this? And he's like, you can't kill them. They're already dead. And, and Damien Damian just like, has this cool. such a happy face. He's <laughs> yeah. like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has like a mini ball, uh, crossbow gun and he's like ready to go for it. And I absolutely love the next freaking panel sequence, because Alfred's like, sir, is there anything you need? And he's like, no, he's like, uh, I just want to let you know that like that I'm drinking the tea and all this stuff. And he's all like, that's fine. Alfred. He like, I'm assuming this was just a misconception, like a miss, like, uh, you know, whatever the word is, uh, you, this slipped your mind. And he's all like, Oh yeah, it must've been. And he was like, Hmm. And he was all like, Alfred, I would have known if you were a vampire because I had the freaking water heater blessed. And he was like, you would have been burning up in your morning bath and he was like good to know sir good to know (laughs) and uh but then he asks him which again another batman thing to do and which is why i really want to know who is writing this batman here because if it's Tynan, where the fuck was this in your whole run but batman didn't tell the family about the blood vial yeah which is the blood sample yeah yeah and he's like that's too important for anybody else to bear alfred like that's so risky that only i will take that risk and i was just like holy shit like that's batman that's that's key that's that's that type of batman where everybody gets pissed that batman didn't share important information and that's like yeah. one of his biggest things because he's like only i will risk my life for this um nobody else will die you know what i mean that, that's always been a really big batman thing then we get to the ending which we see freaking Barry Allen kind of like zipping around an island or something like that. And Hal's like, Oh, sit down, buddy. Like let's, let's, let's talk. And um, he's, you know, they have this kind of like little heart to heart about like what's going on. It's, he's like, it's a
1: planned meetup because Hal yeah. does say like, Hey, I just wanted to talk to you, but it was way too important to, to talk in front of everybody else. And yeah. it, it's kind of personal. Yeah. Um, this th- like, I loved how they played on the fact that Hal Jordan and Barry Allen are very good friends. Yeah, um, they established this a long time ago in the Silver Age of Comics. Uh, Jeff Johns famously played along with this in most of his big events in DC Comics. Mm-hmm. So it is very much known that Hal Jordan and the Flash are really, really good friends. Yeah, and so of course, like he is a vampire now, mm-hmm. but. He still has those relationships. Yeah. And so essentially he is trying to invite like he wanted to not trying to. He wanted to invite Barry into the whole thing with being a vampire. But he Mm -hmm. was like, oh, but my superiors knew that it would be a genocide, that your metabolism would basically be so hungry for blood that you would clean earth within like a matter of days yeah like just simply just keep being hungry, and yeah. we just couldn't we couldn't let that happen, but because of that, I also can't let you stop me, mm-hmm. so I'm sorry about doing this, and while he is like trying to contain him, Barry's like, what are you doing like like chill out like like what are you yeah. doing what are you doing and then he's trying to vibrate out of everything mm-hmm. but hal is able to keep a hold of him with his constructs he's like. I'm sorry. I have to do this. And then snaps his
0: fucking neck. Yeah.
1: It is yeah. so fucking intense.
0: Yeah. Cause I was, I was like the flash can vibrate through anything. Can he? Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And so like, I was just curious what's happening here. Um, but yeah, when he snapped his neck, I was like, Oh shit. I was like, why is it always gotta be the flash? Like the flash dies all the time. Like, you know, he's like Kenny. Like, I just feel like he fucking <laughs> dies all the time. Um, because when was the last time he survived one of these books? The the event books or like the crazy like like the Elseworld crazy books? ones we get like you know uh, uh deceased. deceased and all that shit. Yeah, he, he died there? in that. Yeah, he died there. He died in that one. Yeah. Um He killed Superman. Yeah, I I yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he always dies. But here's the thing. So since we're starting to get a lot more of these books, this is what's getting really annoying for me Um with these books because you. I feel like a lot of these books are written so we can actually kill a lot of these heroes because you can't do that in cont- continuity, right? Because, like, they got to sell books. But do you automatically think that Batman's going to die here in this book? Because I'm like, do I want to see that again? I, well, I'm
1: conflicted mm-hmm. because with how well this story has progressed even with like the very short time that we've seen Batman interact with the Bat family in this one issue. Yeah. I can see them making a very emotional send-off for Batman in the story. Mm-hmm. I can already see it, right? But at the same time, it's a bit cliché for yeah. Batman to be the sacrificial lamb mm-hmm. in like the greater good. Yeah. So because of that I don't want to see it. I want to see him live and hopefully which is a very big hope because mm. they're already killing a lot of characters like yeah. even like even if we didn't necessarily see the villains die off they mm. have kind of referenced that like most of the villains have died or been yeah. turned so like I kind of want the bat family or majority of the bat family to survive as well
0: yeah but i feel one of like them's going to die for i sure. feel
1: like one of them will die
0: yeah um i think the most impactful one is barbara or nightwing one of them because yeah. i think you because you play off the relationship between them obviously um and you obviously bruce bruce losing any of his children sends him off right <clears throat> like if you have because like the one thing we've noticed especially with king and everything like that like the final issue is usually pretty chill right like the penultimate him episode uh, issue is always like the one that fucking is the banger um, yeah, But I would like to see, because what I would actually like is the final issue of any run, I feel like should always be a lot larger, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, a la the way Tom King did issue 50, right? Like that was what, 100 pages, 80 pages or something like that? Mm-hmm. It was like huge. Uh, granted, it was all nothing but art, majority of it. But still, like, because what you can do is you have something crazy happen in, in issue 11. Then the first half of the issue is resolving that. And then the final half of the issue is like the send off of like, all right, everything's good. Now the world's back to normal, blah, 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 you know, because if you were to kill Nightwing or have Nightwing or Barbara die in 11, then you see the fallout in the first half of 12, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the story concludes and it goes on to be the happy ending or whatever. Um, so yeah, some of the bad families definitely going to die. Um, Granted, I wouldn't mind all of them surviving because I feel like they've all been through some crazy shit, but so is everybody else. My thing is, is we know that a lot of people like to see these books, like Injustice, all these stuff, to to see the heroes die. But sometimes I just want to see a crazy book where, yes, some heroes die, but a majority of them live because they've lived through even crazier shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't want to, we know one of the Trinity's dying, right? Or one of the Trinity's going to get converted. But I would love to see them all live because they've lived through so much.
1: Would you be okay with Batman? And I feel like this is something that could very much happen. Um, Batman be... And we we kind of argued against it last Mm. issue. But Batman being converted, but he doesn't die and he just becomes a vampire. And he's like, well, if you guys need a leader then i'll be the leader and do it for the greater good
0: i i could actually see that happening (laughs) too. (laughs) to be honest um i wouldn't mind that depending on how they tell it you know what i mean um because then you he's essentially like the dark he's the dark knight like he's the, the lord of the vampires now which that seems a little too easy it does Um, it does but again like you have the same trope of the
1: sacrificial lamb but still being able to keep him alive
0: yeah yeah it would have been like if he stayed alive and deceased somehow right like they found a cure and brought him back um but i think what's going to happen is he's gonna infuse some of luther's blood in him and he's gonna get bit and he's not gonna get converted i I need that to be a
1: very fucking badass like you know what i could see it being a cliffhanger issue where he gets bit and everybody's like oh shit and then next issue like first page you just see that vampire like combust
0: yeah Yeah. Yeah. so that would be a good cliffhanger um and then saying that he and he infused that with him that'd be very interesting um so yeah i don't know man so far two issues in this is a fucking phenomenal story and i'm just like how how did this not happen in batman and guys we have not felt this way about an else elseworld story in quite a
1: while like don't get me wrong like knights of steel was good but that ending really
0: turned off juice yeah like this two issues in is still really good yeah, man. Like, he gave me the Bat family, I, or they gave me the Bat family that I've always wanted. Like, I love that kind of Bat family. And um because everybody plays a role, you know what I mean? Like, we had that, um the Robins issue, which I feel like they were trying to go for that vibe. But it just wasn't selling me, you know what I mean? Um, but this one had Batman. He's the leader. He's the father. You know what I mean? Um, I would have actually liked... I wouldn't, I wouldn't, since they've been so big recently. But Orphans there, but not Spoiler or Duke. Mm-hmm. I would have liked them to be there because, like, if you are going to kill well, some of the Bat did, family, they did show Duke. Oh, he's in the, the Outsiders. Outsiders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Spoiler and Batgirls or Birds of Prey? I don't um, think she was. Let
1: me actually see here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was
0: an Outsider. So you know what? That actually makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but the crazy no, the thing too, the only Birds
1: of the only Birds of Prey is Canary
0: Huntress and Batgirl. could duke die though because doesn't he have light power i wonder
1: Ooh. or is this or is this the same continuity of the outsiders where he
0: now has the shadow powers yeah yeah because he had light powers originally and i don't know did they ever really confirm that he lost the light stuff i thought maybe he just gained the darkness Oh, that's Um, a weird continuity issue. Yeah. I just noticed something. Oh, what? So
1: Orphan has the Batgirl outfit.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Oh, in and then when you look at the outsiders, she has her ninja outfit.
0: Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Wait, why was she in there? She's she's an outsider. No, I know that. But that was weird. unless Unless, is that the is that the new girl the no there's no way i would love it to be the new girl the latina new
1: girl yeah they need to bring her back
0: she had a she had like a samurai type or like a like a gladiator type outfit that's true that's true yeah Yeah. she did she they need to bring her back she would have been dope um because she has like super strength doesn't she yeah like yeah see those are the little kind of people i would bring back um because i thought she was dope um but then she left. Didn't who? Did, who did she leave with? She left with the the mom lady, right? She left with no. Um... She left with Katana. Yeah. No, I thought she no. left with um... was it Shiva? Shiva. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. then the Batgirls left with her too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's when Batman was all sad. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. This was um, good week in comics, which we haven't had in a really long time. I feel like. Um, and it's funny cause wasn't it last week and I was like, man, I, I don't know, man. I think I just hero fatigue. I don't think I care anymore. See, I just need good books. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is dope. Um, and I think I'm hoping this is the rise of good Batman books, right? Like we know Tynan's yeah. gone from the main continuity. Um, in I think it's two weeks we'll be talking about 118. I don't think it's next week. I think it's in um, two let me weeks.
1: Actually double check.
0: Um, Looking so at we'll be talking right about 118. Now. That'll... Even if Clay didn't like it, there's definitely stuff to talk about, but I think it's definitely a hopeful book, in my opinion. Yeah, and then- so
1: next week is a fifth week in November, mm. so there's going to be
0: every single
1: annual in that yeah. one. Uh, but then in on the seventh is going to be
0: Batman 118. Two is weeks. next week a Ghost Maker annual? I believe that is the one. Yeah. So, um, if
1: <laughs> i am I mean we've never opted out of too many books until like mm-hmm. it's an ongoing and we're like yeah we're not going to talk about that anymore yeah but next week it looks like batman 2021 annual uh fear state omega batman the detective six detective comics annual that's the final one yeah uh yeah. so one two three four uh gotham city villains anniversary giant that's five books um uh, nightwing annual that's six robin annual that's seven. Oh god uh human target that's eight uh joker annual i think we're gonna skip so it looks like we have seven books to talk about if not eight. yeah
0: um we'll see which ones are good uh and go through those we'll definitely and, talk about human target and some other ones yeah i enjoy. don't
1: think it's gonna be a huge week for news either so i think that next week will
0: probably be all comics so that means get your questions in um it doesn't have to relate to the it doesn't have to relate to the previous podcast by the way y'all if you just have a crazy like batman question that you want to ask um like what would you think if batman was in this scenario or would you rather batman this or batman that like you can get creative with these questions like it doesn't have to be super technical so um we appreciate you guys again go you can join the discord and leave the questions in that in Batman as well, but uh, it's probably best to leave them on the Batman News Weekly podcast uh, episode just because, one, or it's easier to reference because sometimes we have crazy chats in Discord and your question might get lost. So probably best to reference uh, to And I,
1: I do attempt to, if I see a related question, mm-hmm. I will either write it down or screenshot it or whatever. So uh, yeah. either or
0: will work. For sure. um, But just let us know. Yeah, Uh, but that's going to be it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Clay, what do you got going on this week, man? So this week, um, go check
1: out Star Wars Alliance, uh, the last uh, episode that we did. We reviewed a comic book called uh, Star Wars, The High Republic Adventures. Uh, It's an all-ages book, but it was actually really, really fun. Uh, So go check that out. Um, I just did a review for... uh, masters of the universe that is probably going to drop, uh, this next Wednesday, um, from the time that you listen to this. Uh, but on that same podcast, I actually am reviewing, uh, young justice, uh, the prior episode to the most recent one, uh, there was a huge, uh, what's a, a retelling of a classic story involving Barbara Gordon and her wheelchair. Uh, see mm-hmm. how Young Justice uh, tells that story. Really, really intense jaw dropping. My jaw literally dropped when I was watching it on my own. Uh, really, really cool. We talked about nice. that. And then, of course, uh, DC Alliance. Uh, we are reviewing The Flash. So just, mm. you know, if if you want to see how crazy that is, uh, go check that out as well.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, definitely come check out the uh, YouTube channels, Juice Reacts and uh, Juice from the Box. For gaming content, I've been posting a lot of content. Gaming content's a little slow right now, but it's because I'm filming a lot of stuff to try to be able to drop a lot of content over a long period of time. So I haven't been putting too much effort into that. But the Reaction channel has been dropping at least three videos a week. So go check that out. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys listening to us. Definitely go submit your questions. And uh, as always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is... Awesome. News Weekly!